0: There's a lot on the line I think for Bill if you believe this this report this weekend and I wonder what you guys think. If he were fired, if he wanted to continue coaching and if he had a pick, where do you think he'd wanna go? And I pulled out the list of, of coaches that are Vegas odds on favorite to be succeeded over the next calendar year. you know. So if a guy's gonna get fired this year, Where's a spot that would work for Bill? This is a thought exercise. People at home are going to say, I don't believe this shit. Yeah, but Bill doesn't want to coach. Let's say he does.
1: Welcome to the Green Light Podcast. Hey. Well, what do you know? It's our good friend Stanford Steve on today's show. Chris Macon, Stanford Steve, and we have a blast and a half. First, we recap Monday night's game, the Chargers and the Jets. We talk about what the Jets could do for the rest of the season. Why don't they go get a quarterback off the street who has a little bit higher of a ceiling than Zach Wilson? We also talk about the Bill Belichick rumors. Could he be gone if things don't go the Patriots way in Germany this weekend? Also, Will Levis and Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. Will Levis is named the starter. Has Ryan Tannehill gotten the credit he deserves? We talk about that. We get into college football week 11. Talk about Steve's upcoming trip to Athens, Georgia for game day. Georgia versus Old Miss. We get into a few other games. And then we get into our locks. That's right. Locks on a Wednesday. NFL best bets. Stay tuned for them. I think we're going 9-0 this week.
2: Y'all enjoy the show. white steve hello that's your hello come on in yeah that's your hello that's right that's good i like that yeah. that's a good right. one yeah <laughs> yeah we're grooving hey steve Heck yeah what's up welcome to the show
3: uh it's great to be here it's great to see chris in the flesh and still waiting to see you
2: yeah
0: well you see me in the flesh well tea town yeah, yeah. T town but didn't see me at the bar afterwards that's that's what i'd like to say hello to what's the name of that bar
3: Where'd you go? I didn't. Gillette's? I didn't
0: meet you, but the one that we were talking about, Galettes.
3: or the LSU tailgate.
0: No, nah, the, the LSU tailgate was great, but Galettes yes. is is a good time down there. So Galettes, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Hello.
2: Nice. Galettes, All right. Okay. It's a good Did you time. make
3: it over? The last text I got from you just said. We walked down the street. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: shorthand for I'm going to the bar.
2: Oh, wow. You, wa- made, you made Galette's IG feed. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. Wow. Look at those. That's a good load. How many other people in that, in that photograph do you know?
2: It uh, looks like three, four, four. <laughs> Backy's eyes are closed.
0: You're missing one big one. Who's the guy in the Alabama jacket? the Harvey Updike Letterman jacket. I don't know that person. That's Shane Gillis. Oh, nice! It was so funny, because he really looks like a fucking Alabama fan that's just hanging out in the bar. Central (laughs) casting. He got cold at the game and had to get the Harvey Updike special. So I couldn't stop laughing, because he kept getting pictures with like 23-year-old dudes, and in all of them, he's wearing this stupid jacket. And he's a
3: diehard Notre Dame fan. Yeah. (laughs) Diehard.
0: Yeah, so it was a funny experience. Steve, what a place! We can just start with that and then get in the NFL for a second. Steve, we got to talk about this weekend. Yeah. I, I went into it in detail on Monday. I don't necessarily need to do it again, oh, okay. uh, but what a town!
3: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great to go to Alabama and hang out with you. I cannot explain. How big of a smile you had on your face when you walked into that tailgate! Like I was like, my man, oh yeah, need a little refreshing trip. Yeah, had his boys down with him. Got down there. Uh, no, there's, there's not, there's the only thing better than that is that game in Baton Rouge. Yeah, I've said it forever. I've been lucky enough to to go to a bunch of them, but you saw how they travel. I mean, those are those are million dollar homes on wheels, and come on in. We'll tell we'll ta- Where are you from? Oh, great. Are you hungry? You thirsty? Bring it in. Did you ever get any of the pastalaya?
0: No, I didn't get the pastalaya, but it looked oh. really good. I walked right in. Steve's made himself a home. Like, watching a TV that's on the side of a bus, eating yeah. some pastalaya, like, free <laughs> drinks, refreshments. Ryan, a big shout-out to Ryan with his LSU connections. And, you know, knowing um, our guy Tommy Reese, got to meet all Tommy Reese's buddies. Honestly, the the... The rivalry was more friendly than I thought, like, among fans.
3: That's what I tried to say last week. Like, Alabama people won't admit their dislike for LSU because of how LSU handles it. It's just like, all right, we're coming into your town. We're doing our thing. We're the underdogs. And whether we win or lose, we'll see you back at the tailgate. And we'll be... Going longer than you will, no matter what. I don't so, know how the
0: bar would have been had they lost, but it was tremendous uh, with them having won. And and I said this on Monday, guys. I should just say it again to you so you can hear me. But when I walk through the tunnel, you know where the, there's that fucking big reveal when you get to your seat with mm-hmm. college football because the stadiums look, you know, kind of like nondescript from the outside. Yep. I, I couldn't pick Brian Denny out of a lineup, uh, but I walk in there and. I walked through, and I felt like Forrest Gump. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> and the colors and the whole thing. Shakers. They, Dixieland delight. Ugh. Buddy, that's top five happiest I think Ryan's ever seen me. I, I was, yeah? I was having the time of my life. So, Steve, it was great to see you there.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm guessing – I'm not taking shots. I'm just saying you probably didn't see much of that playing in the ACC and road games.
0: I thought you were awesome. going to say I didn't see much of the game. Uh nope. that that could be true too. I was just taking it all in. Like exactly. there were stretches There's a lot of,
3: to take in.
0: There were stretches of of time in that ball game that somebody's like, "What do you think they do next?" and I was like, "No idea." Okay.
4: <laughs>
3: totally
0: <laughs> lost track of that football game. What down is it? Yeah.
4: Uh-huh. Um
0: love the place. Um yeah, it was awesome. So, mm. let's talk about the NFL a little bit. Okay. Um obviously Jets continuing to be the Jets last night. Yeah the total came down for a lot of people to that drop in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Not that everybody listening cares about gambling, not that anybody who bet the over actually deserved to, for that over to hit because all the things that Macon just mentioned that shot the total up. But can you imagine betting the over on a Jets prime time game and actually having to stay up later because it might hit and it comes down to CJ Uzama catching a fucking football and he can't do it four times hit him in the chest, hit him in the thigh, in the I think it was hand. Conklin. I think it was Conklin.
2: Was it, was it Conklin? I think it was Conklin. Didn't matter. These guys didn't stay up. Yeah, no, these yeah. guys didn't have the over.
0: <laughs> I was just laughing because I had it at 41, and uh, I'm thinking about all the people that are struggling. There was so. one to
2: Uzama. There were a couple to Conklin. It's all the same. It's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, Prime uh, time yeah.
3: NFL over-unders are 11-1 in the last 12 to the under.
0: Wow. Yeah. Dude, like 70-plus percent. Uh, this year, and 60-plus percent. And, hey, listen, these officials, I don't know about last night, but but uh, definitely in the uh, Cincinnati game, they, their yellow flags are everywhere.
3: Mm. So, How oh, about Dallas-Philly?
0: Dallas-Philly. Oh. So, listen, I don't want to do this because Dallas fans are going to think, I, I mean, to say that, that y'all should have won the game, but y- y'all didn't get every call. And that's okay because mm. for your entire adult lives, you've been the Dallas Cowboys. And that's the thing. If, if they're fucking up calls and they're not in your favor, they're not doing it on purpose. That's not a business play by the NFL. So anyways, no. let's talk about Chargers and Jets. I think when I come away from this game, it's such an opportunity for the Jets in a division where everybody's looking a little fraudulent to, to steal a win at home in prime time, and they can't do it. And the way they lose, the offensive production, the turnovers... It's just the twisting of the knife to me if you're a Jets fan, and it's even worse if you're on that Jets defense. I mean, this has gotta be, and I had Nolan pull up some of the, the best defenses that kinda got wasted over the last 10, 15 years, but the Jets defense has to be up there. And, and I said this last week, they're basically, when you look at the numbers, the same team as last year. In fact, the only thing that's gotten worse about them, I think, is the, the offense. Is that – was that right when we – coming in this yep. last week? Yep. So, I I don't know what to say if you're a Jets defender. It, it's got to be brutal right now coming into work, and you start wondering about, like, waste a year. We're, you're going to waste my career here playing defense. And that sucks. That's a bad feeling. So, I, I feel for those guys because they Troy, did everything Troy touched on
3: that in the broadcast, just talking about how he was in, in teams trying to develop, you know, and build and, and with the Cowboys back in the day. And that defense is – is out there giving it all they have, and you're just not holding your own. It's not a good mix, man. It's not – especially when you look at, I mean, Troy's early 90s, you know, you're looking at 30 years later and the, the amount of money more, you know, that the locker room is uh, making. And it's, it's it's a tough dynamic. I, I just – you know, you look at Salah on the sidelines, and I, I still give him all the credit. Like, I'm not judging him on this at all because that team still defensively – it gives us. It gives us everything they have. Yeah, and to see the offense just sputter and sputter and sputter, um, that's that's where a first-time head coach, I think, really really gets challenged because you know, is your first conversation with the whole team? Is it? Do you break down? You go offense and then defense and say, you know, have confidence in me. I can handle this. You know, we'll pull together. That that's the dynamic of a locker room that uh, I don't think gets talked about, and that's might be what most important now. Uh, seeing that they're at 500.
0: Yeah, you start walking through the building and, like, yeah. you might hear, uh, you know, a, a slick comment about the offense or there's a little bit of – I'm not saying this is what's going on there, but I've been in situations there's going to be guys that the tendency is going to be to say us and them because you don't want to feel the weight of the accountability of your team just not being very good. And it's not fair to the defense, but it is It's something you got to try to hang in there because – um, it's not like they can wave a wand and fix it. Here's where I think they're up shit's Creek. And Like, think about this. With a backup quarterback, because that's what Zach is this year, w- what are the qualities of a backup quarterback that you, that you want to see? I, I want to see somebody who's cagey but doesn't make huge mistakes, somebody who's, who's versatile, can run different offenses. You know, uh, all the qualities of guys that hang around in a backup quarterback role have these kind of qualities. And for Zach Wilson, that team's not built for you. The coordinator's not built for you. He wasn't hired for you. How far down the list, like you're never gonna hire Nathaniel Hackett if you think Zach Wilson's gonna be that starting quarterback. So there's nothing they can do about it. It, The design is not there and the kid's not good enough, right? The offensive line's a little banged up. They're not playing well. Not great targets outside, outside Garrett Wilson. But more than anything, You're playing with a backup quarterback and and the offense was built. It was tailor-made, hand-picked for Aaron Rodgers. And so when when Aaron Rodgers went down, we all called for a trade, we were patient, and I just feel like now you're looking back at it and you're like, interesting wrinkle here. Carson Wentz was a name that was brought up. They don't make a move, not that I maybe would've, but say he gets some time in LA and looks good. If you're Joe and if you're Robert, you're like, fuck, man, I don't want to see this guy go. like McVeigh turn him into a guy who, who we can win with, and we, we, we just kind of stood pat. So mm-hmm. I think the design's fucked up. I don't know that there's much they can do to change this, and they are the same team, team as last year. Yeah.
2: We really liked in Green Bay when Aaron would, would burn a ball. He would just know when the play wasn't going to work out. Zach got sacked eight times last night. It feels like he wants to stand in there. He uh, he's he's pretty mobile in that pocket. He's just taking the wrong step toward a defender, and it looks like his eyes are are dropping. He's starting to look at the rush.
0: That's what I'm saying. Sometimes the pocket will be relatively clean, and he'll take an escape route that I can't even fathom taking. But it's it's hard for me to understand what it's like being a quarterback back there, and not everybody has the same pocket presence or like kind of that that his clock probably feels like it speeds up immediately. Mm-hmm. And you know, like yes he's nowhere near what Aaron Rodgers is or was or is going to be when he comes back for the wild card Next round. Next week, yeah, But um, it's also a, a design flaw. You know, like, and it's not something that he could have done anything about. It's, it's not like you'd go out and move Zach Wilson this off season, like, what are you gonna do? But it's a tough situation because he's not a backup guy. He's not like, oh, shit hits the fan. I feel like we can we acknowledge our defic- our deficiencies in this situation and we can play good football uh down our our best player on offense. Like that's that's not the kind of guy I think he is. So they're kind of fucked. I you can
2: call yeah. Colt McCoy, you can call Matt Ryan. Do they call anybody?
0: I no. feel like they're so they should. up shit's creek, they got to keep yeah. going with this thing. You think they're going to do it?
4: They should. I mean, can't get much worse than that. Like Colt McCoy maybe win some games with it, at least. They just need somebody with a higher floor because they have a great defense. Exactly. Just somebody who, it can, might
0: be too late. who can run the offense. And yeah, if you want to do it, you've got to do it now. I, like, I hate that we keep going back to this thing every time this kid has an ugly loss, but how ugly would that Giants loss have been without that 24-second sequence at the end of the <laughs> game?
2: Yeah. 13 points, and the Raiders put 30 on the Giants next week. <laughs> yeah,
0: so, and that's Aiden O'Connell and the whole thing. So, um I think the Carson Wentz thing is interesting. That's the only thing I'll really say about it. it, other than it probably makes me think that Matt Stafford's not gonna be back for a little bit. Or maybe it's more serious than than we think. Even though he, he said Carson's not part of the plan as a starter, is that true? Somebody said that to me in the car ride over, I think, right?
4: Yeah, they got the bye this week, so we'll still see what level of health Stafford's able to get to.
0: Cause they cut ripping. Yeah. Huh. So anyways, and Rodgers, quote, a few weeks, that's how long it's going to be. So, no, I'm not even being funny at this point because they had a camera on him at midfield and he told somebody. How does he know that there's a camera there? He doesn't know. He's just saying to his buddy mic.' Yeah. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. He doesn't see the, the squirrel up there.
2: I think he's amended that to say a few fortnights. Okay.
0: <laughs> Did he say that on the McAfee show?
2: I don't know where he said it, but okay. he, is, he has now said a few fortnights, which is a couple of weeks, right? Six weeks. A few fortnights? Yeah. <laughs> three times two.
4: That's Fortnite's two weeks.
2: Right. A few being more than a couple. Uh, I'm putting that three uh, times two is six. You got to so get you go. your Fortnite
0: straight. Wild card round. You mm. got it. The, the, Steve, the one thing I do notice about the Chargers, and they got a huge game this weekend, is uh, the defensive line's playing better. Yeah. The defensive line's showing up. That Thule kid, fucking guy can play. I wasn't sure about him because, and I'm no college scout, obviously, but I'm looking at him and I'm saying, he's kind of a tweener, you know, like physically Mm. you weren't sure what he was going to do to be able to rush inside and win like he did last night. Great hands. Good, good hoop turn. Like strong, strong in the lower half. You could tell. And he actually won rushes on the edge. But the biggest thing, Steve, is this, the last three weeks, Joey Bosa has been mostly back, right? Like 40 Mm -hmm. plays a game type of back. They were 11th in the league and pressures generated. Uh, over the, the course of the season. Over the past three weeks, they're number one. Mm. So you could feel it that this guy, starting to look healthy, does something to this defense in general, but definitely the pass rush. And so if they want to win down the stretch, you got to lean on this defense. This defensive line's got to continue to ascend.
3: Uh, agree can not argue with the numbers. I just will point out they did play the Jets and the Bears. No question. No question. And I honestly sat there last night. I'm, I'm I'm watching like I always, you know, I Chargers, great uniforms, high flying offense, Herbert great fantasy thing. Everybody loves, you know. I don't know if they're a playoff team.
0: I don't know either. I gave up on them 2 weeks ago. I'm ready I'm ready to admit that. Like
3: Like I like if they went to Pittsburgh right now, I don't think I would pick the Chargers. Yeah. That's the last—that's the worst team in the in the NFC or AFC North. You know,
0: I'm not really sure. A lot would have to change for me to feel like um, there's somebody to be taken real seriously in the playoffs. Yeah, okay. You We're know, and, and Josh there. Palmer's on IR, I guess, and so like, yeah. you know, that offensive output—it's not great. You would have thought Kellen Moore would have turned this thing all the way around. So to... it was Mike Williams from earlier? Yeah, Mike yeah. Williams is obviously out. So. This is something that, you know, it was tough sledding. It just got a little bit tougher uh, over the last two weeks outside for Justin Herbert. So, good win for them. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. The positive for me is the defensive line, albeit, as you pointed out, Steve, against some pretty shitty teams up front, but they are getting home, and that can do a lot for the confidence of a unit, too. They say sacks come in bunches. They had, what, eight last night. See if that can roll over into this weekend against a, a much better unit up front. So, we'll see, we'll get back to them. Whatever you're looking forward to this football season, there's one thing that pairs well with every great moment, an ice cold Miller Light. Whether you're at the stadium playing fantasy football or watching the game at home or the bar, Miller Light is here to make your football season taste like Miller time. No matter what team you're rooting for, there's one thing we can all agree on. Football brings us together. A connection like that deserves to be celebrated. And Miller Lite wants you to celebrate with me during the NFL Conference Championships in January. Right now, Miller Lite is giving you the chance to win a trip for two to come hang out in the Green Light Studio. You'll fly out to Charlottesville, Virginia and tune into the NFL Conference Championships with me and the Green Light crew. Then you'll sit in on a live Green Light podcast session. Just go to millerlite.com/greenlightsweeps to enter. And this is all delivered by Miller Light Because when football's on, it's always Miller time. From kickoff till the final whistle, you can't go wrong with the Miller Light in your hand. Celebrate Miller time with the Green Light podcast. Go to millerlightcom slash GreenLightSweeps to enter for your chance to win. No purchase necessary. Starts 11-6-23 and ends 12-4-23 at 11:59 p.m. Central Time. Must be a legal resident of one of the 50 U.S. states or... Washington, D.C., 21 years of age or older, void where prohibited. See official rules at www.millerlight.com slash sweeps for entry, instructions, odds, prizes, and restrictions. Sponsor, Molson Coors Beverage Company, U.S. LLC, 250 South Wacker Drive, Chicago, Illinois, 60606. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs for 12 ounces. Want more college football? Want more green light personalities? Then listen to Facts and the King, a college football variety show hosted by my buddies, Nate Collins, aka Dr. Facts, and Bo Allen, aka The Butter King. They'll get you torqued up on a weekly basis. I don't know what the hell that means, that's what they say. Check out Facts and the King wherever you get your podcasts. And by the way, it's spelled F-A-X, and the King, facts like the fax machine. Also subscribe to them on YouTube at Facts and the king. Here was something that came up, guys. uh, And it's coming up naturally because people are just asking Bill. And they're like, hey, have you gotten any assurance on your future? Some iteration of that question. He's gonna give you some iteration of, I'm not worried about that shit right now. Um, Let's assume there is something to worry about, just for the sake of this exercise, because there's a Boston Globe report on it, that sort of thing. That if they go to lose this weekend in Germany, and we've got a Aiden's a Pats fan in here. He's one of our producers, and mm-hmm. he's like, man, I hear you know they're trying to grow that Germany contingency, and Robert Kraft takes that shit serious. And if you go lose the Colts there, that's a bad deal, you know. That'd be two and eight. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's a lot of there's a lot on the line, I think, for Bill, if you believe this this report this weekend, and I wonder what you guys think. If he were fired, if he wanted to continue coaching, and if he had a pick, where do you think he'd wanna go? And I pulled out the list of, of coaches that are Vegas odds-on favorite to be succeeded over the next calendar year. You know, So if a guy's gonna get fired this year, where's a spot that would work for Bill? This is a thought exercise. People at home are gonna say, I don't believe this shit. Yeah, but Bill does not want to coach. Let's say he does.
2: Okay. People at home also might say, "72 years old and hasn't been so hot since the quarterback left," which is fair. I like Bill what a with, good point. I like Bill with a suntan.
0: Uh, Bill with a suntan.
2: Where? I like Bill out of the Northeast. I'd I'd put him in. I'd put him in L.A. Yeah, the L.A. Chargers.
0: Good answer.
3: All right, I'm going to go off the rails here. I'm going to say he doesn't care about money and wants to get out of the limelight, and he's going to take the defensive coordinator job at Navy. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yes.
4: Or the head lacrosse the job.
0: My, there you go. My, my question is way too serious, so it might not work here, judging by y'all's answers. But I think you have to wonder if he was out on the, the, the open market as a coach and you're hiring, you're like a, an owner, are you giving him the GM Mm. title too because i think that's restrictive if you're like looking at you know all these jobs i don't think they're gonna let him bring his own gm in i don't think they're gonna let him be the personnel guy i mean that's i still think he can coach like so if you think he's done that's fine but as a gm i think we that we have to have a conversation
4: depends who your gm is like if you're the panthers i'd like give him full control
0: yeah, but I mean, you're replacing chaos with what you've seen in yeah, New England, yeah. which has been
3: effectively chaos.
2: I might rather him be the GM than the coach. Really? Yeah. Oh, I mean,
3: Yeah. not wide receivers. <laughs> there's
2: you didn't you didn't like my guy Kayshawn Booty having the best week of practice of his entire life and getting <laughs> sat down before the
3: game.
0: Kayshawn Booty. There you go. I I I looked at this list and I was like, we were bullshitting on in in the car on the way over here about Chicago and like yeah, that's really attractive and everything, but are you gonna trust Bill to make that decision that everybody is wondering what they're gonna do on, which is a quarterback. And then, you know, is Ryan Poles, is his job safe? Like, I don't know. I don't know the answers to these questions. And that's why I think it's the most interesting subplot at the end of the season is Bill's future. I know it's not a hot take, but with these reports piling up, there's gotta be some fire. There's a lot of smoke. Is all I'm saying
3: the idea you brought up about the footprint, though, of what he's what he's able to bring in and be comfortable. Right. You know, like who's who's got that leeway? That's that's the magic thing. The problem is, is that he's so shut down from a social aspect. And then you hear people that, oh, yeah, I met wet and met with Bill. We ran through this and he, you know, taught us this about like, I don't know how big that tree is. You know, where his extensions go, where he's going to be able to walk in and do what he wants. And I'm like, honestly, because he doesn't let anybody in, I don't know what he wants to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what he wants to do either. He may well want to just chill out. I mean, like everybody's going to want this guy to want to coach, but, you know, I don't know. And another thing about the NFC South is when he was really good in New England a lot of the time, you looked around that division, and it was like almost unfair. They were really good. And then the rest of the division, now the Jets had a really good run, but they've had a lot of bad teams in, in their division over the course of, of uh, Brady and Bill's time in the AFC East. And I look at the NFC South. You just mentioned the Panthers. He probably, like, Bill's probably like, oh, Tepper, fuck. I'd love to have him in my division. That's one team I don't have to worry about. And then in Atlanta, like, they can't figure out what they want to do at quarterback. I'm not 21 years old trying to coach for 20 years. Look at a five, seven-year window. Atlanta hasn't found that guy yet. Um, And the same thing in Tampa Bay. they got to start that process over at some point.
2: Do you think the wins record matters to him, Shula, he's 16 south of Shula.
0: I would think so. And so, like, with Bill, and this is all fantasy land shit, guys. Again, for those of you listening. That's two more average years. It's two more average years. So part of it, to me, could be like, what do you think the most romantic idea for Bill to finish his career would be? That's where it gets fun, because then you start trying to guess for Bill, but it's impossible to do.
2: Yeah, back to Cleveland?
0: I don't know, dude. <laughs> Definitely not the Jets, Yeah, unless he just wants to do the the most epic troll job of all time. Imagine. All right, so, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting. I don't want him to get fired. I love Bill. I think some people are taking it too far with the coach. He can't coach stuff, But I, and I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the general public. I think people are, it's easy to just write a guy off because there's two sample sizes that you're comparing and it's really anybody. Well, both
2: things can be true. He can be the greatest coach of all time. Yes. And he can also be 72 years old and you want to roll the dice with an unknown coordinator. No question. No question.
0: And so I think this is going to be really interesting and I don't want it to happen, but if it does, man, I cannot wait to the the fucking storylines. Over the off season and that sort of thing, content.
1: Making asked about the the wins record. Do you think the losses record factors uh, that's in at all? interesting. I don't he, know which one factors in more. He has to go twenty eight. He has to get twenty eight wins before twenty eight and eight, basically, yeah. without getting the the losses record.
2: He has to go twenty eight and eight. Like to to get the
1: win record before getting the
2: loss record. Yeah. Oh, my math was off. In I don't think he's going twenty eight and eight anywhere. That's tough. So then you're just yeah. then you're going to be all in on the wins record and the losses record.
4: Yeah, which is fine cuz the losses record hasn't sunk him yet. Loss yeah. record isn't a big deal. LeBron has the most turnovers in NBA history by a lot.
0: There we go. Jordan probably too. There we go. Ryan Tannehill is a big story to me. I know it's Will Levis who got named the starter, but it's kind of a unceremonious finish to a run in Tennessee that personally I have a lot of respect for. I have a lot of respect for that organization, but also what that guy's been able to accomplish. Now I know there's been a lot of ifs. You know, if he has a 100 yard rusher, if you get the play action going, if the defense, but this guy's won a lot of games. I mean, he had a ton of game winning drives and comebacks over that like 2019 period. He's also gone toe to toe with great quarterbacks and won, I mean, fuck dude. Ryan Tannehill actually beat Mahomes in the uh, in the regular season in 2019. They won two playoff games, which by the way, just kind of shows the duality of Ryan Tannehill, where he throws 29 passes over two games. But then they get in the AFC Championship, and I think they're up 17-7 against the Chiefs. And you're thinking, oh my God, are they gonna do this? Are they gonna beat Patrick Mahomes twice in a year, this guy Ryan Tannehill, and slide into the Super Bowl? They were that close. It, fuck, they had a 10 nothing lead on Baltimore in the uh, wild card round a couple years ago. And then the Cincinnati postseason uh, collapse for them, mm-hmm. where a lot of people were like very directly, this was Ryan T- Tannehill's loss. And it was. And, you know, he was the difference in that game in a negative way. Um, and they probably felt like watching Cincinnati go to the Super Bowl. God, this is how fucking close they've been. I just want to give him credit because Derrick Henry was great. Mike Vrabel's a great coach. But this guy played in some really great games over the course of his career, and it wasn't just in Tennessee. It's funny, when you look at like his air yards per attempt in his highest-rated games, over the course of his career, Like he took a lot of shots, man. And sometimes he was really efficient. He might have thrown the ball 21 times, but he'd go 18 for 21 for 240, 17 air yards in attempt. I just have a lot of respect for the guy. Converted wide receiver. Yep. Like, I'm not writing an obituary here. He's not dead, but... <laughs> I, I just wanted to give him his respect. I mean, the guy beat Brady in New England to close out his run there. He's been a part of some special ball games, and and I got a lot of respect for the guy. Also, really tough, really tough. Player. Yeah,
3: that's what I was going to point out. Is is you go through the list of this first round quarterback didn't pan out with the team who drafted him. I you just keep going. I mean, it's whatever for the history of the game. There's more that have not panned out with the team that drafted him. And then they go somewhere else, right? Yeah. No one ever has success. Nope. He's one of few yep. that have. And, you know, I think it, his mentality. Um, you know, knew some people that that coached at AM when he was there, he'd go to quarterback meetings, he'd go to receiver meetings, um, just feels like a, a a total team guy. You mentioned the toughness. Um, that that's a that's a that's a that's a real deal when you don't have uh the assets of other quarterbacks in this league. And then it gets, you know, put the playoff time, and that's what you're judged on. And it happens a lot. He's not the first; he's not going to be the last. Uh, but what he's done to be able to rejuvenate his career after it not working out with the team that drafts him—that does not happen you're, a you're lot. Right. And that's a credit to him. That's a great point, man.
2: 2012 quarterback class first round was Andrew Luck, RG3, Ryan Tannehill, and Brandon Whedon. Outside the first round, it's Brock Osweiler, Russell Wilson, Nick Foles, Kirk Cousin. Ryan Lindley, BJ Coleman, and Chandler Harnish.
4: So he outlasted all but a couple of them. You asked earlier what would make a good quality in a backup quarterback. Like I think any team next year that's a contender that wants a backup quarterback, Tannehill would be perfect.
2: The Jets right now. Well,
0: here's the thing about the the, the biggest shame of this whole thing is that it didn't happen before the deadline. Yep. Because and that's the fucked up thing, and I don't think Vrabel would have had it. I don't think Vrabel and Rand would have would have done him wrong like it's just a timing thing it just didn't you know
4: you also don't want to do that to the rookie qb kind of throw the vet out of the room He's probably a great resource for him no question as, as game planning and stuff
0: no question so listen i'm sure Tannehill would love to be on some team that could use a quarterback right now um but then again not all those teams have a derrick henry and Tannehill in his prime the way they ran the football he was the perfect compliment for it too he's a great play action thrower You know, he would rifle the ball down the seam. And, you know, I felt good about it when it left his hand, even though, by all accounts, if you ask regular fans, he's not an elite quarterback. He had some really nice games and got a lot of respect for him. So um, maybe we'll see him down the line. Maybe. In New York or something. (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by Cash App, the all in one app for spending, sending, and setting easy to track savings goals. With multiple tools for saving, spending, and sending, Cash App is an all in one way to stay in control of your money. And Cash App has something very special for you. When you pay with the Cash App Visa card, you'll automatically enter for a chance to win a five star VIP trip to Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. It's like catching a touchdown in the NFL without actually having to get hit. That's how you're going to feel. The best part is the more times you pay between October 16th and November 9th, the more automatic entries you get for a chance to win. So whether you're buying yourself a lucky jersey or loading up on game day snacks, make the right play and pay with your Cash App Visa card. And who knows, you could find yourself at Super Bowl 58 thanks to Visa. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to US residents 21 and up, ends 11-9-23. For complete rules, visit cash.app slash exclusives slash footballdreams2023. That's cash.app slash exclusive slash football dreams 2023. All right, Steve, let's talk yeah. college ball. Let's do it. You're heading to Georgia.
3: Yeah. It would have been a better
0: up. time than Tuscaloosa.
3: Different. Careful. Because LSU's not involved. You
0: be careful, son.
3: <laughs> uh, no, fired up, man. Like, this is, this is, uh, no one had. Ole Miss, I think, with one loss at this point in the season. That's a credit to Lane Kiffin. Uh, They're they're the real deal on offense. And then you go back and watch the tape of of Missouri and Georgia. You know, we were watching it at the tailgate, Chris. And then you go back and lock in. And Missouri hung with Georgia on on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And then you look at Missouri. They have the ball down six late. You got the ball in your quarterback's hands. He's been great for you this year. And he throws a pick. And a lot of times – You see, you know that deteriorate a team moving forward. That's why I think like like it's off the radar a little bit. But Missouri-Tennessee is a fascinating matchup now because if Missouri's going to take a next step as a program, you got to come back and win this game and beat a team that's tried to or has embarrassed you uh, the last couple years. So um, going back to Georgia, the problem I have with people is they keep bringing up the win streak. And when we're going to get the rankings and all that stuff, you can't look at that. That's not supposed to be the criteria for the rankings. And I get it. They're, they're as deep and, and, and talented and good as anybody. But it's not fair to compare this team to the past two title teams. And when you watch them, uh, the offense is not as flashy Uh, but they get the job done, and I'll tell you, the secondary keeps getting better and better. Uh, I mean, the setup for a collision course with Bama and Georgia is just going to be astronomical in Atlanta uh, with all the matchups that they've had in years prior. Um, But Ole Miss is is, is, – Lane does a great job with running the football, and Missouri had really good success running that outside zone and getting over you know linebackers to overrun so lane with all that split zone and wide zone tight zone uh and then all the nakeds off of it that's a pain in the ass to prepare for uh so i expect uh a high scoring game i you know i always say it with these teams that go on the road in this spotlight for an old miss you if you don't go there and play well you got no chance don't expect to win you have to go there and play well and you know it hasn't been great for lane in these big spots uh in in previous years so that that's you know going to be brought up plenty but this is a new group of guys and I'm sure he's fired up to go go after this opportunity with this group that he's had
0: what do you think 59s the total Georgia laying 11 points
3: mm.
2: two running backs names are Quinn Judkins and Ulysses Bennett the fourth. Yeah, can't find a better Jackson Darts the. Yeah, it's pretty good name slinging. game. It's pretty Their good name game.
3: two receivers are phenomenal Fremble. too. And so is the tight end. Uh, phew. I don't think both teams score thirty, but I, to me, like Ole Miss. You hold up for sixty, man, like that. That's where Georgia starts breaking runs on you, you know, late in the game, and that they get to forty, you know, forty two twenty seven, you know, something like that. Um, I guess I would lean over, okay, just because I think there is big play capability. Like there is going to be turnovers, uh, you know, field position in that. that I mean, night game in Athens too. It's going to be, it's going to be nuts.
2: And then Ole Miss would need Auburn to get Alabama, yeah, to play in the SEC title game. They can't, uh, they can't just win out. Alabama got old Miss.
3: No they, need Alabama, no, they need Alabama to lose twice.
2: Twice? Okay. You're yeah, right. Yeah,
3: because they don't have a loss in the conference.
2: Alabama 6-0 and in the SEC West. You're right. Thank you. How about Michigan-Penn
0: State? I just want a little side note here, Steve. I'm making it two weekends in a row. I'm going up to – You're going uh, to this game. That's Happy right. Valley. I'm going to visit Coach Hagen's up there.
3: Shout out jackpot with the dance moves. My favorite new guy on Instagram. He's the best. I mean, come on,
0: Chris. Chris, Chris is the man. Jackpot's the man. Good um, lord! I get Steve, to hang out with them this weekend. As so.
2: far as atmosphere is, is Penn State as close to the SEC out of the Southeast as That's it gets?
0: An interesting, damn question.
3: Mm. At noon, no.
0: Hmm. Is it okay. rice? <laughs> I don't nice. mean te- Rice the the college. I mean Rice uh, Rice Eccles or however the fuck you say it. Oh no, um, Rice Eccles is Eccles. way too small. Yeah, Eccles, yeah.
3: I mean, Chris, you saw that. Like the difference, the noise is with those third decks and Bryant Denny Stadium. I thought it was really
0: loud. I was trying to compare it to an NFL game. It's a different kind of noise. Oh, I don't oh, think yeah. it's necessarily Wait. louder than the link. You know, I. You know, just just being.
3: Some homerism there, but that's okay. well. I, I'm a
0: Bama guy now, dude. I said I'm getting a flag and everything. My kids wow. are going oh, go to boy. school wow. at Bama. Get your shaker. So it's not a pom pom. Yeah. So this place really loud. What is the closest to follow up on Macon's question? Sidebar City.
3: Uh. Well, the idea of everybody getting hydrated all day is a factor for me. So it's always got to be a night game. Uh. Outson doesn't have the stadium. The the the, the, the size. The size but man are they mean. Uh Husky Stadium same kind of deal. It gets it goes higher than Autson. Uh How big
0: is Camp Randall?
3: It's it's basically a bowl um around and only one deck on on one side, 80. but like I was there in one of the best best nights ever. And Michigan uh,
0: has the size but not the ferocity. It's just a
3: bowl too. Mi- yeah.
0: Michigan doesn't seem like a place I'm, I'm afraid to go in other no. colors. No. You know?
3: But Happy Valley's got got everything you want, uh, and they're going to need them this Saturday. Yeah, right.
0: So they're catching four and a half points at home. I, maybe just from where I sit as a college football, like kind of casual, Penn State, you'd think be catching even more points at home depending on the way you look at this thing.
3: Yeah, I was surprised at it. I saw six, and I thought it was going to be more than a touchdown. Uh, cool. So when you look at the matchup, and I was at Penn State, Ohio State – and I was really, really impressed with Penn State's defense, and I get it. Um, you know, they got mixed up a couple – we talked about it, you know, a couple times on Marvin Harrison Jr. In, in in critical moments. But Michigan doesn't have Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. They got a great system. Uh, I think it's really a lot on on J.J. McCarthy here. Uh, the last time we saw him in a game of this magnitude, he was not good against TCU, and they lost a chance to go to the national championship. So – I think it's a lot there. I, I look at, I mean, Michigan's got to just have so much just angst build up with everything outside going on. And that's that's what I want to see is how they start this game. But I would, I still, I don't see, you know, the big play capability on either side of the of the ball, and I think it's a field goal game. So, I, I, right now I'm leaning towards Penn State.
0: Interesting. So, 45-and-a-half. Now that's low for a reason.
3: Now, one thing that will not happen that happened last year is Michigan's not going to run the ball 55 times for 400 and some yards.
0: I don't I, think that, so. That, that's I mean, not that defense looked damn good the times I've watched them.
3: Yeah, I mean they got. They, I mean, 11 in the middle. I love Penn State's secondary. Uh, so I, again, this is you know Pennix and, and Caleb Williams went at it last week, and you know Washington won the game because they ran the ball. Uh, whenever they wanted on SC. And when you look at J.J. McCarthy and you look at the Heisman odds, it's it's still up there, and he could take a monster uh, step if if they go in and, and, and give Penn State the business. I just think that's a lot easier said than done. I, I know Penn State's offense was atrocious against Ohio State, but I think that still was a lot of Ohio State um, having to do with it. So I, I expect Penn State to play better than they did in Columbus, and I think that's that's enough to cover against Michigan right now.
0: Let's move into the uh, Pac-12 part of this show. Um, yep. You take your pick, which one you want to do first. But we have Utah, Washington this weekend. you Dub laying nine and a half at home, and then USC uh, visiting Oregon. Oregon, a lot of points, fifteen points uh, total, pretty fucking high, seventy three yeah. and a half.
2: That's the only downside of your little trip last weekend. What? USC Washington was a sight to behold. I bet it was. Zero defense. I bet it was. I mean, every single play was a first it's down okay that a I a touchdown. Missed that. It's
0: okay that I missed that. I like the rock fights, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm pissed I missed Iowa. Sam Laporta was right on it. <laughs> I asked Sam Laporta in a roundabout way, you know, you're basically asking a guy about a total without breaking the rules on an interview. I'm like, hey Sam, give me a score prediction. He's like 13-7, something like that. He was right on it. Okay, which game are you more interested in and what's the... What's the, what's the big thing in the Pac-12 right now if you're looking at a path to the championship game into the playoff?
3: Well, there's a scenario out there where the committee is in a no-win situation. Give me that situation. fucking scenario. I'm rooting for it. You want it? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Oregon wins out, which means they beat Washington in the Pac-12 title game. They win the Pac-12, right? Yep. Texas wins out, wins the Big 12 with that big win over Alabama. Alabama wins out, beats Georgia in the SEC title game. Florida State, undefeated, wins out, wins the ACC. Ohio State wins out and wins the Big Ten. Who gets left out?
2: F-L-O-R-I-D-A. S-T-A-T-E, got to play in a better league.
0: Yeah, I don't want to hold it against them. You know, you can't ask me stuff.
3: Undefeated Florida State. Mm. I, I think it'd have to be...
2: Who, who do they have in the ACC title game? Louisville, so, Georgia so, so Tech.
0: Run me through. Who are the guys with the losses in that conversation for people listening at home? It's Oregon, Oregon Texas, Texas Alabama. Alabama. Yep. So I just believe in putting undefeated teams in. I don't think there's a. I mean, like the SEC, it's it's really tough. All that shit, but
2: so then you got to leave one out of Oregon, Texas, and Alabama.
0: Oregon, Texas, Alabama. <laughs> I would I would leave out. I I'd probably still leave out Alabama. God, I and hate, saying, big, that. I hate saying that. Fan. You're a big You're I'm not biased. Is that a bad answer? Shout out Galettes. Is that a bad answer? <laughs> God damn, I'm going to get my ass kicked next time I go down there. No, I don't, I don't know enough, but I would say, you know, like looking at it, I just – if two teams – if you're going 50-50 on two teams, they played, they played each other. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't want to make it too complicated. Like, to
3: me, it comes down to Oregon and Alabama. Because Texas has a win over Alabama. That's easy.
0: Dude, I kind of like offense. Forget the rock. Fuck the rock fights. In the playoff, I want offense. Okay. So what are, What are you doing? So Ohio State out. So what are you doing? No, yeah, I don't know. But they're undefeated. <laughs> so if you're undefeated, you can bring whatever kind of fucked up routine you got to the dance.
3: I'm doing what won't happen, and that's Alabama, not in.
0: That's what I said, too. Now, to my friends in Mr. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. we'll be back <laughs> next year.
4: <laughs>
3: no, it, it it would probably be Oregon.
0: It's gonna be Oregon because they're yeah. they're not gonna put uh or, they're not gonna put Oregon in over Bama, right? No.
3: Or Texas, or Texas, or undefeated Ohio State.
0: The fucked up situation, Steve. I, I hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah. I I thoroughly hope. That it doesn't come to that, that would sadden me greatly.
2: All of a sudden, Oregon laying 15 points Mm. to Caleb Williams and USC. My, how the turntables. It was all good
0: just a week ago, or three weeks ago. What the fuck happened to make (laughs) this line the way it is, Steve?
3: Oregon has been as impressive as anybody since that loss to Washington. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Both sides of the football. Uh... I, Lanning brings an attitude man to that team that you see you know being on the field at Utah like it was that's a brutal place to play and they came out to, they started the game with a delay of game first play of the game they got delay of game crowd noise yeah and then they scored six plays and it was over yeah over so
0: you kind of uh, like you 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 seem to lean Oregon here
3: yeah okay yeah uh, when you look at when this matchup this week think about what we have if if SC gets run, right, they got UCLA, and it's over. Yeah, Caleb Williams' era, it's it's over. That's He's not going to play in some Holiday Bowl or yeah. anything. I don't think. Right. No. So that's that. That's what is interesting here when you look at SC and all the the shine and glamour that they had when Lincoln got it and Caleb's coming in and. They possibly could lose what? They already have three losses. They could lose the next two very easily. That's seven losses in two games, two years.
0: That's wild. Yeah.
2: USC has allowed 265 points in the last six games. That's about how many Iowa has allowed in the last two years. Hey, now. (laughs) Two years.
0: Okay, do me this. This is a fucking really fucked up question. Oh, boy. But say you just took the Jets' offensive line, (laughs) Caleb Williams – and whoever they have outside down there in Southern California and just exchanged it, including Garrett Wilson. So, this is what makes it mm. interesting. Do you think they win more games or less games?
2: I lost I lost track halfway through.
3: Caleb's going to New York?
0: Caleb's going to New York. They get yeah. the skill guys too. That team,
3: Jets. That's interesting. <laughs> I get the defense, right? Yeah, you get the defense. Yeah. And I was thinking yeah, about that's...
0: sending the Jets defense down to USC. Because I mean, they just – like, it's crazy. Can you
3: imagine the Jets' offense with USC's defense? It's <laughs> <laughs> not good. No. Um, no, not good.
0: Okay. So, do we have a lean on Utah Washington? Not a half. I,
3: I just, I'm really interested to see Washington off of that emotional win. You go on the road, you get a, a you know, score 52 and and give up 42. And when you look at this, this is a total. Different matchup because Utah is going to bring the physicality. Utah is going to run the football. They they won't really throw the ball well. So now you got to man up and play a totally different style. Uh, is is Penix going to have his wide receivers back? I think that's huge. Utah was really disappointing in the in the cover on the back end in the coverage against Oregon. So I feel like Washington could exploit that. But I mean, this is this is where you earn your money, man. You go get a road win as big time as it is in the Coliseum, and now you got to come home and play. You know what? most Most of the time, most of the years, is the most physical team. So I don't. If it does get into a scoring matchup, and Washington has, has success scoring, Utah can't keep up. Uh, so, but but Utah is very good at dictate, especially when they go on the road. Uh, you know, they play a bunch of guys on defense. I, USC. I, you know, that's a fifty-two. I didn't even look. how see how many plays uh, Washington ran, but uh, you're gonna you're gonna be tested in a totally different way than you were. In the Coliseum last week.
0: All right, what's your Pac-12 lock then?
3: Cal, Cal at home looks like one pick them. Washington State just lost to Stanford ten to seven. Yikes! Uh, that 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 can't be good. We're going to take the Dirty Golden Bears at home.
0: How do you decide between when it's time to take a, a you know a, a, a bounce back play or you know a buy low play and when not to? Because that feels like a, a you know you lose to Stanford.
3: Wazzu lost to Stanford and Arizona State. Those okay, there's a worst pattern there. The
0: okay, yeah, upset special.
3: Old Dominion nice. goes to Liberty and plays undefeated Liberty. Not if
0: Old God Dominion's. has anything to do with it.
3: <laughs> Old Dominion okay. goes there and pulls it off. Chris, uh,
2: what? JMU and Liberty are both ranked <laughs> in the national polls. Is that wild? Week. It's not. It's not great. Okay. <laughs>
0: now it's not great, but if you look at it, moving the goalposts. Mm-hmm. Here's an opportunity to move the goalposts. Yeah. We play in one of the toughest states in in America. You got it. You know, Virginia. It's there's. I mean, it's like
4: there's good recruits here. We just have to actually
0: get. It's just pets. too much competition. <laughs> Bama doesn't have to deal with that. They just have to deal with South Alabama. I'm what?
3: guessing JMU is not on Virginia's basketball schedule this year.
0: No. Nope. No. no. I'm not going to take any shots at James Madison.
3: Has Virginia played uh, Michigan State in hoops since they lost with Joe? Since Harrison. since
0: we went to MSG and Macon yeah. was screaming at Brian O'Connell <laughs> at the top of his lungs, the, the official? Uh, they
2: since
0: yeah, we played the year after. Yeah, didn't go well either. Oh. Was that the game I overslept in Vegas and had the time zones wrong? <sighs> Woke up drunk. Didn't I had the times? I'll wrong. just go
3: out of the whim and say yes. I, I, I woke up,
0: rubbed my eyes, turned the TV on. I said, "I'm right in time." Turn the TV nope. on. Michigan State's shooting free throws.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking tweeted great career to the wrong guy after it was a train wreck day. Yeah. Um, uh,
2: yeah, we lost by six the next year. I think we were a two and they were a seven. Mm. Yep. Yeah. In Charlotte.
0: Okay, so give me your uh, STL Memorial lock.
3: Colorado State at home, minus four against San Diego State. San Diego State is not a good football team.
0: Yo, your bad beats uh, last night were, were oh. pretty fucking funny, dude. Mm-hmm.
3: They were gross.
0: They were really gross. They were really... Some
3: guy sent me a ticket. He had $250 on Presbyterian Oof. and lost.
0: I wrote a ticket out in my hotel room. I was going to send you guys a $50,000 <laughs> ticket for Presbyterian. But I didn't do it because I thought Scott might be annoyed.
3: <laughs> no, he would love it. Um, he still has the ticket, the guy that had um, – who did you guys play? Abilene Christian. Yes. Guy had 400 bucks on Abilene Christian <sighs> in that game.
0: Incredible. Also, the Wyoming beat was terrible. Oh, I mean, it was just wild. So, anyways, one of the best segments, period, on TV. Why not? I, I, I,
2: if not well, the best. have you heard Admen? Have you heard <laughs> Admen?
0: <laughs> mm. Okay.
2: Hey uh, – but I have no problem
0: Never texting mind. Steve in the middle of a fucking show. Like, I don't even look at what time it is. Ditto. No problem. Yeah. But if I was to text Scott, I'd be, like, more worried about it. Like, what the fuck are you doing texting me during the show? Steve, he's more understanding on that shit. All right, so awards. Let's talk yes. about it. Timmy Chang Award. This goes out to. <laughs> Football player.
3: Can we just uh, say non-power five? It's sure. Hard.
0: Non-power those, five. Especially
3: with okay. that group behind the camera. It's clack, cackling. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know Butler has a football team?
0: No. I really didn't know that. Mm-mm.
3: Yep, they do. They're Pioneer League. They're good. Really? They are. What? Brett Bushka, quarterback. Last week, 16 of 17, five touchdowns. He does play for Butler, too, Lincoln. Uh He also ran for a touchdown. Let me see Brett this guy. Brett Bushka.
2: You got a little handlebar. Damn, dude. What's going yeah. on.
0: Looks like a yeah. member of a biker gang.
3: <laughs> Butler football.
0: Brett with one T. Bushka. Bushka, yes and Shout out to my dog Brett Bushka, lighten it yep. up. All right, and how about the Coughlin Award, which used to go to a tight end?
3: Nope, <laughs> I've given this to more D linemen than ever. Yes, this true. year it's breaking they deserving. breaking
0: tendencies.
3: But this one hit home. Uh, If you saw the post game, UW, uh, we talked about it goes to SC Zion Tupeloa Fatui. His dad passed away five days before the game and uh, played his ass off. And after the game, he said my dad would have wanted me to play. And being a kid that lost his dad around the same age as Zion ZTF did, uh, I, I, I lost it watching that. Um, he had four tackles. He had a huge force fumble right before the half that totally swung the momentum of that game. One and a half sacks. Uh, brutal, brutal um, story, just like – 21 tours Achilles missed basically all of last year comes back changed his number he's number 4 he's a stud he's, he's going to be in the looks NFL good, man yeah he's he a looks cuz he was 59 that was just not good yeah. but he's um i mean he's an impressive of a dude uh you know talking to people that did the game when he walks in a room it just lights up uh, i i couldn't be happier for a kid and be just be just more impressed with what he did uh, the kid's got a, a monster of a future in front of him, and like I said, I absolutely lost it watching that video of, of DeBoer hugging him after that game. So, um, I don't know how the hell he did it, but uh, yeah, shout out to ZTF for uh, winning the Coughlin Award. Big
0: shout out. Um, yeah. How about an Isaiah Simmons Award, somebody who you walked by last week? Uh,
3: Proctor, the left tackle for Alabama. Did you see him?
0: Yeah, I saw it. He's a it. It was true hard to freshman. See.
3: He was playing high school last year. I know, it's crazy. He's like 6'7", 350. No,
0: I know. The, the guys are big there. But, you know, there's so many people in the stadium. It's such a big stadium. It's hard to know, like, how big those guys are.
3: Did you stand up the whole game?
0: I, st- I stood up a while. And then I spent yeah. an hour in the hot dog line trying to get a uh, a Denny dog. But then the was- chicken, the tendies came back because they were out of tendies. at <laughs> Brian Denny. And then I got the tendies. It, we're, me and Rosillo, we were dragging, we had those tendies, we felt like video game characters, mm. and when you power up, that's how the Brian, t- Brian Denny, tendies, tendies, that's how they do.
3: Denny Tendies. Yeah,
0: Fries with those? I had some fries. Yeah. yeah. Protein-rich diet. hmm There you go. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm on my game time app right now. I'm looking at Virginia Tech tickets. You know, maybe we'll win one of those at some point. And we did it with Bryce Perkins. Anyways, I keep scrolling on the app. I'm gonna get tickets to the Commonwealth Cup. Game time makes it easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Even last minute deals. I know because I always wait till the last minute. You can preview the views from all your seats in the venue and Game Time's lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection. Protects my tickets, what I need. Game Time is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With Zone Deals, you pick the section, and Game Time picks the seats for big-time savings. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Greenlight for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Greenlight. G R E E N L I G H T. That's the code for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Guys, it's that time. Uh, just let's no. just
2: re- rename this making yeah. making bets. Y'all uh, making plays. Hello. Making plays. Find Give me it. on Twitter, Give it to Instagram. <laughs> Give it you to giving out
3: college hoops plays again on Twitter? <laughs> you <laughs> know
2: to... what? Starting Come on. Starting start tonight, firing. I am. Tonight? I'll tell you, yeah. I'll, I'll Wednesday. The fuck out of those. November the 8th. Uh, let's see. I guess we'll start off with uh, whoever's I went is in two and last. one last week, right? Close. One and two. What? You were on Dolphins plus two. That did not hit. No. You are on Eagles minus two and a half. You nailed that one. And then yeah. you were under forty. Yeah. Why is it in red? Should be in what green. What The hell. Twenty plus seventeen is thirty-seven fellas.
3: These guys Jiminy, in the back, Chris. I tell I mean,
2: you, it's fucking ridiculous. Come on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> every real... week. Damn.
0: Did, did, they did, just... my... did they get my? That put me in last <laughs> place. I'm two games back. Two...
3: Golly, Come on. Dang. Game
0: back, of Steve. It's Sorry, these. Sorry, Steve. It's these pushes that are fucking killing me. Read, yeah. duck.
4: Oh, that's a mar- mic. <laughs> Did marijuana. they get my petition to bet the Thursday night game back? in picks? You can bet Thursday
3: now if you want. Hey, you know, that, ha- that was great. The, so the worst had Thursday had your- night game in the history of Thursday night.
2: Okay, but hold on, player. What's uh, what's winning percentage? Where are we? Oh, that's going to be too much to ask. <laughs> Who's good at math here? We've got one guy at 13 and 14 and another guy at 12, 13, and two. These fucking pushes, man. I
0: got to say, can I file a grievance here? Not that, uh, it, I mean, man. football games, man, as you put it. but
2: Yeah, bro football games, yeah.
0: But, but Saints, they, I mean, just make the chip shot, man. Just make, nope. how many people, luckily I didn't bet it in real life, <laughs> which is a fucked up thing about giving your locks out Wednesday. Some people are like, you cost me money. I'm like, just you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, but but yeah, the Saints, man, just make that field goal. Giants, listen, I, I just want to complain again about this. I had no idea DeVito would be playing that game. Danny dives towards his ACL non-contact. It was just crazy. In the not they, coach, say, he they said he tore AP, it, yeah. like I didn't know it three, four AP.
3: plays before that.
0: I know it was fucked as soon as that happened. The under 43, again, the Seahawks-Ravens, right down to the wire, they took a knee. Mm. <laughs> They took a knee with a chance to hit that over. They took a knee on fourth down and gave the ball back. Dolphins plus two, not great, but you know you should just ask me about the Dolphins. Eagles, great call. Uh, the, the under, Thank Tommy's you. Pats, great call. The, that you. under Sunday morning was just the, 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 the lock of the day. Mm. Jets, we both got fooled in real life and in the locks. Mm. And then Bengals, that was a good call, man. The teasers hit for me, but the Bengals with the cover... Okay, let's talk about this week. I'm up first. You are. Go. This is a bet that I put in yesterday before Monday Night Football. Give me the Lions. Wow. Okay, give me the Lions. Give me the Lions. Uh, right now it's two and a half. For the record, bet it at one, but I'll give it out at, at at two and a half. Wow,
3: you move lines.
0: Well, I'm on the right side of a couple moves this week, Steve. It's, okay. a, good, it's a good,
3: yeah. Love you starting your week early. All right, Steve. Steve, you're a man. Uh, Steelers, minus three at home against the Packers.
2: Hmm.
0: Okay. All right. Now, I did buy it to one. for. So I, I got it at one and a half. So some people are like, Where'd you get that? <laughs> got to buy the points.
2: Browns, Ravens, under 37 and a half. Love it. Thank Ooh. you. I love it when Unders, the Undertaker loves my Unders, numbers. Bro. Love it.
0: Under's Broski, Bro Namath.
3: First pick for that sounds like he's going to decline.
0: What do you say?
4: What do you say? Nothing. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Um, I'll take a shot at an under.
4: Okay. All
0: right. Why not? Give me the Pittsburgh Green ah! Bay under.
4: Ah!
2: Ah! 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 That's a good pick, dog. Thanks, dog. That's a good pick. <laughs> We're cooking with gas this week, mm-hmm. boy. Cooking with gas in here. My number two overall pick right there. Really? Good pick. <laughs>
3: good pick. Mm. All right. Jags at home plus three. Okay. I'll use my half point there. Give me a three and a half.
2: Cowboy knows where I'm going. Oh, fuck. You're doing it? I'm going to, yep. Love this. I'm going the other side. Love this. And I'm buying the half point.
0: I'm betting this in real life.
2: Give me the San Francisco 49ers. Minus two and a half. Bring it. I told Cowboy. That's a really good call. I was just going to go on the – now, don't give me too much credit. I was just going to go on the other side of whoever took it first. Yeah, you're a real
0: gamesmanship guy. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking nobody looks at this line and doesn't like the Jags for the most part. Unless you think that number's the way it is for a reason, I think that number is that way for a reason because Trent and Debo, one of the two, if not both of them, will be back this weekend, and that's what the line's there.
3: Yeah. Hey, we could both win. Right. That's you true. That straight. Point game. You got that straight.
0: You got that straight
3: gummit. Who's
0: up, Chris? God, but I hate betting with you because then it's like a you know it's a conflict of interest. Yeah, nobody cares about nobody this cares though. about this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to forget that. Yeah. Because we care. Sort of. Yeah. We, I care a lot. Yeah. Like I care about the locks. Every all Sunday, I'm like, what are the locks? <laughs> Who, what do these motherfuckers pick? <laughs> <laughs> and this weekend, I was down, and it was just the juice. I did all the whole yeah. the juice, man. Get mm. you. Mm. All right, you got to watch out. yeah. All right, let's see. I got a decision to make here. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a decision at all. I like the Atlanta-Houston over. Now, I got it at 41. It's at 42 and a half. Uh, it, it, not Atlanta-Houston. Let me do that yeah, over so you can week. put it in your little social. Atlanta-Arizona over. Now, mm. I got it at 41. I'll give it out at 42 and a half. I just feel like anything that starts with, I just feel like don't fucking listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> but, you know, it's too late. the 41. You're on your own. Uh, But I I just think Kyler Murray coming back. Atlanta's defense. Don't love what I've seen from them. Uh, They've lost a piece or two. Heineke on the road. I think he's actually going to score some points there. So I feel like this is a 27-24 type game. Enjoy this one.
2: Good
3: pick.
0: Oh, thanks. The overtaker.
3: Buccaneers minus point and a half at home.
2: Oh shit.
0: Do you on the other side again?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm either there or I'm somewhere else. No.
4: Bring yeah. it. And I got them at minus one, Steve, so Thank I'll you. I mean they I'm either Well nobody he can't take your pick, can he? No, so
2: it, let's I'm, just talk it out. Okay. I'm either I'm either Titans and Levis, you know. Okay. Or I'm or I'm Brownies plus six. Six is a lot of points. They have They're North. too
0: variable. It was it was a lot of points the first time. I mean the Ravens are just in Cleveland and rolling. I know, but the, you could have said that about them this week. And they just kept rolling.
2: Levis, do you see how big his muscles are? I
0: suggest getting off the fucking tracks, dude. Baltimore Ravens are a fucking CSX going 100 miles an hour. Bring it. It's a lot of points. A lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh, the brownies." Bring it. Bet Levis. This is a this is a fucking yeah. Vrabel
2: special. Cowboys minus 16 put it on my That's card. That's a
0: great call too, dude. Put We're it on my card. On that That's a great call cuz that that number opened up at like 17 and a half or something. I like what do you say? 3013.
2: 2810,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, who's playing quarterback for the Giants?
3: Matt Barkley. Ugh.
0: Let's talk about let's talk about these games. Saquon Barkley. Yeah, the so Colts and Patriots in Almost Germany. Took,
3: New England was my next one.
0: Okay, you so you like the Pats here. I do. And I would lean the Pats, but, you know, like last week I flirted with the Pats, and I'm glad I didn't take them because they disappointed. And that's just what they're doing right now. Now, the unders in Germany, I think if you look at unders in Germany, unders and favorites in Germany, not that it matters here because Minshew doesn't cover except for against the Panthers. I might like the under there. I might lean the under there.
2: This would be interesting to research. The team you played on that was the, the biggest favorite. Now, do you think the the guys on the Dallas Cowboys see 16 and think, all right.
0: I don't think they see it.
2: Let's clear it. I don't think we see it.
0: I never once looked at a line unless it was like the Super Bowl, so I could be like, whoa, we're
2: fucking eight-point
0: dogs or whatever. Um, Smart. Yeah. I, I, I don't think – I think when you're a good team coming off a game – where you feel like you should have won up in uh, up in Philly. And you can make a case for that, but the red zone's been a problem all year, and they go like three for five in the red zone. The tr- the two trips they don't get it are two of the biggest trips of the, the game. And so I think they come out, and, and they whoop ass. They do what they do. I
1: mean, it's and,
0: 35-10, yeah. It's Dallas, bro. It's going to Dallas. You know, so I, I, I'm i with you on this. In
1: 2017 with the Eagles, you were uh, minus 13 against the Niners. You won 33-10. to 10. And then you were minus uh, fourteen to the Bears. You won thirty-one to three. M mm, Cover City. Okay.
2: How about Rams at Seahawks. Okay. Uh, week seventeen of whatever the hell. If I had oh. to guess. Yeah. Which year?
3: Those are no, those are number seventy-two days. <laughs> those are seventy-two days. I think it was
0: snowy. Yeah. I don't know. Those they all run together. Te- okay. Texans Bengals. I feel like a lot. I feel like I'm going to be on the public side. But which I, is? I, I think the public side would probably be the Texans.
3: No, nah, I don't think so. Really?
0: Okay, then I'm on the Texans. I'm on the right side then. Okay. Because I, I actually bet the Texans. Now I didn't give them out, which is kind of fucked up calculus in my head, but, but I'm betting the Texans. But um, the
2: public currently is Cincinnati.
0: Public Cincinnati. That's what I thought I saw was a lot of money on the Texans, uh, less tickets. Browns, Ravens, we talked about that. We like the under, if anything. it Take your pick. On the other side of it. Um, Niners, Jags, we talked about that one. Uh, Packers, Steelers, if you're going to bet the line. I I can't tell if Vegas thinks people are watching Green Bay. You know? like So I can't trick Vegas here because I don't know what they're thinking. Not that I, I'm real good at tricking Vegas.
2: A lot of brand recognition. Jordan Love name recognition. You think is a good coach? Doesn't
0: look great. But Tomlin and tight one at home, low total game. Hey. If I had to, I'm Stanford the Steve's
2: on the Steelers. I'm
0: probably going to bet the Steelers. Okay, Saints-Vikings. Uh, this is a tricky one, man. Like, I, I, I kind of feel like this is a – not that I would ever do it, but a good spot for the Saints. And the over. I was about to say over. Titans-Bucks. We talked about this one. Falcons-Cardinals. If you're going to take a side on this thing – I couldn't tell you what to take because it's not like the Falcons are covering machines, but this feels like a tailor-made, like, we gotta go get right game. You know, you got one, one game at Heineken under your belt, people. Game out of first. game out of first. They got more to play for, maybe a little rust. It doesn't feel good, but I would lean Falcons. Lions Chargers. You know how I feel about this game. Steve, am I being dumb?
3: No, because I think you're making the right move of going against the team that won on Monday night.
0: It's amazing to me because is that supposed to be a win that moves people?
3: No, but it you know, just the eyeball, deal yeah, how many people are watching it. And we did a uh, segment yesterday. The idea uh, you could bet most wins in the NFL and Detroit's way down there, but. <laughs> Look at the schedule.
0: The schedule's so easy. Yeah. What's wrong with betting the, the, the uh the friggin' you where get a, the Jaguars you got nice plus money too? Where are the Jaguars? The Jaguars have if you look They're, at all the AFC elites um, that are in the running for that number one seed, they have the easiest schedule. Mm. They're third? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh
2: are the Lions gonna go fourteen and three?
0: They may well go 14 Bears
2: and twice, Vikings twice, mm. Broncos, Packers, Saints. That's so what I'm saying, man. At Dallas is only. That's it. Not...
0: Last game
3: of the year.
2: Okay,
0: and probably with some seeding stuff on the line. Uh, or, or not. Or not, because
3: they're so far ahead.
0: Yeah. Commander Seahawks, because we already talked about Giants-Cowboys. By the way, that's a lot of points in a low total game that you just. Mm. That's Which one? Where? Oh, yeah. With the Cowboys. Yeah. No, but I mean, I'm not afraid to do it. I might do it too. Okay, Commander Seahawks. Interesting one. A lot of points for a team that just lost. You know, a lot of points for a team that just got blown out. Commanders, Sam Howell, quarterback of the Seahawks' offense
3: looked awful against Baltimore.
0: It did look awful because they can't convert on third down. They're terrible in the red zone. Doesn't seem like the receivers and the quarterback are on the same page. And I just think Baltimore's too physical for that for that group. So yeah. if you look at the commanders, down a couple edge rushers on the road, Sam Howell. Uh, I, it's a different challenge this week. It's yep. a lot of points, but I might I might lean Seattle. Might lean Seattle in the over. Okay. Jets, Raiders. Who the no fuck comment. cares?
4: I can't believe you guys aren't betting the Raiders.
0: No, because you uh, know it's why it's a I one could, game thing. Had the Jets won this week, maybe you'd bet the Raiders. But but I just feel like this is
4: public perception. Yeah,
0: it's a tough it's a tough play. Now, if you look at Monday night, Bills Last Broncos. Stand. I know you're going to have an opinion on this, Steve. I know it's a big look ahead here, but what do you think? Seven and a half Bills laying at home. Um, Back door feels too public. I like the Broncos. Back door.
3: All I'm focused on in this game is I'm I'm flying there from Athens and I'm gonna try and eat buffalo wings every single meal for my first (laughs) visit to Buffalo.
0: So you're coming off a college trip in the South and then you go up to the the Buffalo. Yes. Load up on buffalo wings. There's no "I" in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because we get you one step closer to the hire by immediately matching you with quality candidates. Indeed does the hard work for you. Indeed shows you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast, please. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed real quick before we end the show, midseason awards, looking at the odds, Matt, you got this thing open. Yep. Um, MVP odds, Patrick Mahomes, Plus three hundred, Jalen Hurts, plus three fifty, Tua plus three fifty, Lamar Jackson plus six hundred, Josh plus thirteen hundred. So really the conversation stops after Lamar and to me as Where's McCaffrey? He's he's uh, he's somewhere down there in the offensive Give me part him. of the year. No, it's Lamar, dude. Lamar is Lamar is the actual MVP this year, in my opinion. If you stop the season right now, Lamar's the MVP.
3: Oh, right now, yeah, 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 yeah right now. I thought you were saying looking ahead towards the end. Now look ahead
0: towards the end of the year, it's the same thing too. It's gotcha. you know like it's figuring out how you going Joe Burrow's plus 2000. They could run the That's fucking the table the way they're playing. I would put a little bit on Joe. I would put a lot of bit on Lamar Jackson cuz plus 600 <laughs> I mean I've like I've
4: seen it lower some other places like plus 400 also. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Plus 6 is is pretty good and we're looking we're looking at Caesar's odds so um make you got to
2: Well, to Steve's point, it really is the quarterback award because then you go to Offensive Player of the Year and McCaffrey is the odds-on favorite. McCaffrey's
0: the odds-on favorite. Now, somebody I might take a shot at would be A.J. Brown at plus 2,500 because if you're talking about Tyreek Hill and what he adds to that offense because I think he'd make a case for being almost the MVP-type guy had we not had this little stretch here, but he'll pick it back up. they got some bad teams coming up. They're going to rack up like 8 million points and 8 million yards.
2: Travis Kelsey, seen that wide receiver room?
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, not flashy enough, though, this year, you know? Yeah, um, under the radar. DPOY, this is interesting. So, nice one. This is a numbers game, too, so I don't know if you could pull up this, the, the sack leaderboard. By the way, Matt Abike is two sacks behind, like, Miles Garrett.
2: Who is the defensive player of the year?
0: I mean, he's got to be, right? So good. He's so good. He's so damn good. Now, I'll give you a dark horse. Max Crosby. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going off sacks, production... He's got the sacks, nine and a half. But what I think he does in the run game to be disruptive, the negatives he creates, and if you consider, like it's not a value award, but he is that whole defense. Can you know, look at what Miles has around him? Not holding that against him. Same with Micah. Same with TJ. Um, to me, it's wild, and they're not even list, listing Max Crosby. It's just so hard to win the award when you're on team a bad team. Bad. So you, right. I, I probably don't put any money on it, but. Max Crosby should be talked about in this light. Um now if you if you look at Fred Warner's plus 2200 and he's on this list Aiden Hutchinson plus 1800 it's really a three horse race if you're discounting Max Crosby. So Miles Micah, TJ Watt. Rookie of the year odds that's going to CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's almost like free money. It's it's minus 190 right now i might just go yeah. bang it yeah. oh i
3: thought it was minus a
4: thousand yeah it, it moved after this yeah it's, it's insane like minus now. 500 after this
0: oh it's minus 500 so these aren't old. up so if you if you had a magic wand if you were kyle and you said that this guy's gonna go off for for uh 500 yards basically against the bucks because kyle predicted that on his show maybe you bet him at 190 but now it's at Minus five hundred. There's no point in putting money on anybody else.
2: What if What if Devon Achan wins the is the rushing king after missing several weeks?
0: Yeah, I don't know. There's got to be another award for that. And
2: C.J. Stroud misses the rest of the season. That's the only thing that could play, or know?
0: just rolling an ankle. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to bring injury. Well, I don't want to say yeah. that. No, but well, that's
2: we. I said he decided not to. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So defensive rookie of the year, Jalen Carter. Chewy. Who? Tui? Tui to Apollo. You're going to put him over Jalen Carter? You're saying? I'd
3: take Witherspoon and Tui over him. That's crazy
0: talk. Like, he might be the second best fucking player on that defense.
3: Defense didn't look too good the other night.
0: Yeah, that's true. But if you want to light money on fire, bet Tui, (laughs) bet Witherspoon. What are we here for? That defense didn't look very good. Now, not much of it was the run support from the corners. It was just about the run game and, and the, the offense not bringing much to the dance. But I just think Jalen Carter, and I also am biased. I need that to hit. But that's an interesting take, Steve. If you end up being right, blow this up. Make, make yeah. a fool out of me in three months. Okay. I don't want to do that. 2023-2024 NFL Coach of the Year odds. This is interesting because Dan Campbell seems like a shoe-in.
4: And McDaniels odds did drop after this. I saw it closer to like plus 550. Yeah, you could buy not, him not, low. Jo- not, Josh no, not Josh No, not Josh McDaniel. No, no, you right.
0: could, you could buy Mike low, but I kind if I'm going to buy somebody low, D'Amico seems like a guy, um, you know, I, I think John Harbaugh, um, if something goes wrong in Detroit and they don't finish the way, you know, especially with the recency bias of the last month or two of the season, John Harbaugh might be a shot in the dark you wanna take. I mean, I don't know what the odds are this week, but as of whenever. Dougie P, baby. Sunday morning, Dougie P, he's a dark horse. And then, comeback player of the year, which is a fun one for me, because I don't think there's any criteria to this. Like, I don't know if you have to give it to, to DeMar. I think DeMar probably should win that award. I think just even coming back and being on a roster is insane after what he's been through to run down on a kickoff or whatever he's done a couple times this year, even if you just do it a couple times. But voters can go any way they want with this thing. Like, I saw Rodgers' name thrown on a couple boards. Mm. Like, so not saying he's coming back, but maybe Nate and Kyle want to bet that. What, what do you think, man? Comeback player of the year. Is there anybody that you might lay a couple bucks on that people aren't thinking about?
3: I bet... Before the season, Sam Darnold at fifty to one. <laughs> you
0: just missed that window because honestly, I'm convinced if Brock Purdy didn't clear protocol, I know they were going to win that game. Yes, it just did it just wouldn't it would have made sense. I I, I, um, I want to throw Baker into the the hat because there's there's an insignificant, but there is a chance that they that they continue to surprise people and maybe win that division or something.
4: Sometimes voters also will like split their vote. So if somebody didn't give their MVP vote to Lamar Jackson, they might give him that. Or didn't give their DPOY vote to T.J. Watt, they might give him that. That's interesting.
2: If the Jets make the playoffs, it's going to be because of Brees Hall more than anybody else on the offensive yeah. side of the ball.
0: Yeah, which the thought. Take it for what it what it's worth. I mean, Executive of the Year. There's no odds available here. This is more of a, a conversation, uh, and I just wanted to get your thoughts before we went. It's easy to look at Houston because at first glance I'm running through the teams and saying, oh, you know, when you hit on a quarterback and a head coach in the same season, I mean, Casario and those guys are doing something right. I think some of their draft picks have have been pretty fun to watch. The jury's going to be out on Will because they gave up a lot for him. Even if he's Mm -hmm. a good player, he's still going to – some people are going to say he wasn't worth it. But I think Baltimore, considering the free agents that they hit on, considering where we were last summer um, or whenever it was that we were saying, hey, this might be, we've seen Lamar's last game in a a Ravens uniform. It was that ugly, it was that polarizing, and to hire two new coordinators, nail them both, right, over the last couple years, Mm -hmm. especially one on offense, to bring in the free agents they brought in, uh, to draft the players they've they've drafted, Zay Flowers, that type of thing, I think Eric DeCosta and the and the, the Ravens way. You want to talk about a way? Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to poke anybody here, but I was talking about it on the show yesterday. I don't know what the Patriot way is right now because that's supposed to if it's a culture it's supposed to continue. And I do think there was a culture, but I think there's some they had some great veterans for most of the, the time that uh Bill's been in New England. I don't think they have those same guys, but Baltimore seems to have a way that has carried them through multiple eras of quarterbacking and multiple iterations of that team. And I think DeCosta's done some of his best work.
2: Yeah, Zay about, a little bit of a zag. Zay about 50 yards a game. Yeah, Odell hasn't caught very many balls. Yeah, um, Mark Andrews still leading the team. I think if you look at a team who doesn't really have a hole and also got better, it's Philly. Yeah, no question. I mean, you gave it just, to Howie almost every year. They just see who's yeah. on the draft board coming out yeah, of Georgia. He's, he's getting it,
3: the Joker treatment from me, and NBA MVP. Seen it too many times. Go.
2: Who are you giving it to, Howie?
3: No, Ravens.
0: Oh, the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. I just and listen, I, I understand Zay hasn't been the production hasn't been eye popping, but the kid can fucking play. And sometimes I think in that offense, it's just they don't even need to find him. Like they ran the ball forty-four times the other the other day, they'll get Odell going. I, I really do believe that. Um, but I'm just so impressed with the hires they've made, and especially that coordinator position.
2: It'll be interesting to watch what Chase Young does for the Niners.
0: It will be absolutely, and I think he's going to play well in San Francisco. I do. Um, and maybe on Sunday with your 49ers in Jacksonville. Fingers crossed. Guys, happy hunting this week, you know?
3: Do you have your hunting gear on right now? No,
0: it, you, <laughs> no he's, you can't see my arms. Um, no, I just have a warm long sleeve that's camo. And, Any uh, more pita chips left? I actually <laughs> wore this to work today at Inside the NFL. Where? No, I actually uh, haven't finished the bag. Yeah, there are okay. pita chips left. But I went to Inside Bruns. the NFL today. I'll leave you this closing thought. Ryan had Dan- Daniel Cormier there. Yeah, to, saw t- that. To talk saw the talk pass video. rush. So... They had me doing this segment with, with Cormier where we go through handwork and talk about MMA and pass rush. And it was crazy. I had my hands on a guy that could absolutely just body slam me, you know, head first into the mat. Um, and it was cool to meet Daniel Cormier. He was fucking so cool, Steve. I don't know if you ever oh, met him, if RC ever brought him up incredible. to... Incredible. Yeah. Soft-spoken. Great best guy. Best of the best. But you know he could throw you through a window.
3: Hell yeah. You messing with that man. In a
0: suit, dude. guys saw it. All right. Good luck this week guys. Love
3: you. Love you all. Love you guys. Shout all out right. to All right. right.